1: It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Finance Daily, episode 651, the most important number you won't find on your tax return, by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. And I'm Dan, your host, a happy Monday to you. Welcome to a brand new week of terrific posts here at Optimal Finance Daily. And uh, if you didn't know this already, we have an Instagram account, for all of our podcasts. So if you are on there, please come give us a follow. We'll be doing extra book giveaways there as well as posting quotes, behind the scenes stuff from the podcast. And you can also see all of us hosts on the very first post. Just swipe to see all of our individual pictures, including mine, if you've ever tried to guess what I look like from the sound of my voice, along with a few facts from me. And uh, we'll have much more to come as well on Instagram. So you can find us there at Old Podcast. that's O-L-D podcast. And we'd love to see you there. For now, let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. The most important number you won't find on your tax return by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. Your tax return will show you your total income, your adjusted gross personal profitability income, and your taxable income. But those numbers don't show the most important figure of all. Your taxable income is meaningless So what's the most important number the IRS doesn't care about, but you should? Your net profit. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your net profit for the year? What's left over after all your expenses, not just the deductible ones? Your net profit figure is irrelevant to Uncle Sam, but super relevant to side hustlers and anyone else with financial freedom on their to-do list. The family that makes $200,000 a year but spends it all is actually worse off financially than the family earning $50,000 that spends $40,000, even though they earn four times as much. Personal Profitability In 2014, median family income was $53,657. Put another way, that's about $1,000 a week or $200 per business day. But how profitable were they? The best measure of personal profitability on a national scale is the saving rate, which is currently 5.2%. While that seems low to me, it's actually in line with other Western economies. For comparison, in the UK, it's 4.4%. In Canada, it's 4%. In Australia, it's 7.6%. This figure is generally calculated by dividing your net disposable income by how much you save. And to their credit, the Bureau of Economic Analysis considers just about every take-home dollar disposable. That means our median American family is left with $2,790 at the end of the year. Let's just ignore taxes for now. Or put another way, we work all week and make, truly make, about $50. Is it worth it? The 40 plus hours, the commute, the drama, the car, the house, for $50 added to your personal bottom line? And even added up for 12 months, That $2,790 isn't much of a cushion against hard times, unexpected expenses, or to put toward bootstrap seed money or retirement savings. Have you ever calculated your personal profitability before? I think it's a hugely overlooked metric. Why your personal net profit matters. The greater your saving rate, the faster you reach financial freedom. Now, clearly, the more you earn, the easier it becomes to sock money away but personal profitability is simply living below your means at any income level. Remember the rich dad definition of escaping the rat race? It's when income from assets exceeds your monthly expenses. That could be business or investment income. Could you save 10%, 20%, 50%? How many years could you shave off your career by becoming more profitable? Our median family with an average savings rate has annual expenses of $50,867. If they save 5.2% of their earnings, they spend 94.8% of it. Let's call it 50K for the sake of simplicity. According to the 4% rule, that means they need to accumulate 1.25 million in assets to retire. At their current level of profitability and earning 8% on their savings and investments, that would take 79 years. Ouch. But if the family could improve their profitability, say by increasing their saving rate to 25%, they could cut 20 years off that timeline. Sometimes the tiny tweaks make a big impact. And if you're not excited by a 59-year waiting period, and I can't blame you, remember this only addresses one side of the equation. There's only so much spending you can cut, but there's an unlimited upside on how much you can earn. How to find your net profit even if you're an employee. Calculating your personal net profit is simple but not necessarily easy. The basic equation is the same as it is for any business. Revenue minus expenses equals profit. Revenue or your income is relatively easy to figure out. You probably already know how much you earn with each paycheck. Add in your side hustle income and any investment income and you've got your top line number. Expenses are trickier. I rely on annual summary statements from my credit card providers to get most of the data because I spend very little cash. If you want to be very meticulous about it, you can track every expense in a notepad or in Excel. Try it for a month. Example, $4,000 salary plus $500 side hustle minus 2,500 in expenses equals a $2,000 monthly profit. Note, I'll argue like Joshua Sheets did that taxes are part of your profitability. You can choose where you live, and some cities, states, and countries are more favorable than others. Start thinking like a CEO. You're the CEO of your own life. You're in control, even if it doesn't feel like it right now. And it's your job to care about your personal profitability because no one else will do it for you. The buck stops here. You just listened to the post titled The Most Important Number You Won't Find on Your Tax Return. And before we go, just another quick reminder that we are now on Instagram and we would love to see you there and see some faces from our audience. Uh, we do bonus book giveaways, share pictures of you and where you're listening from, and you can see all of us hosts as well. There are pictures of us and uh, some facts about us in that very first post. So for all of that, just look us up on Instagram. We are at oldpodcast, that's O-L-D podcast. And that's a wrap for another Monday episode. Hope you have a great start to your week and I will be back with you tomorrow where I'll have a post from J.D. Raw. So I will see you there in the Tuesday show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more